Hello, Katie. Hi, Julia. Welcome to another episode of Getting Literate. Yeah, we're here. What did we uh, what did we read this week, Julia? We read another Agatha Christie. We read The Murder on the Orient Express. Yeah. And what are we drinking? We are drinking Stella Artois for oh, our... Oh, with the French accent. Hero with Hercule Poirot. He is our hero. Hercule. Yeah, I'm t- I just sound fucking like I have a cold, but when I try to say it, then it's fine. It's fine. We're chilling. We're vibing. Things are good. Things are good. Things are very good. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. You conned me into this one. I said I would read all of these if they weren't murder mysteries. So probably won't read another one after Death on the Nile. And you said, how about we read another one? <laughs> okay. It was a trade deal. I said. It was. It was. Um, if we read this book that you want to read next, Bunny, mm-hmm. um, for the podcast, can we read Murder on the Orient? So It was not presented like that. No, no, it was not printed center. But like in your that. head, I can see how you were like, yes, yeah, yeah, okay. I like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, because we're reading Bunny next. Swindled, tricked. Yeah, we are yeah. reading Bunny next by Mona Awad. Yeah, I think. Anyways, but it doesn't really matter because we're here to talk about Agatha Christie. Exactly. And the murder on the Orient Express. Yes. Yeah, we're vibing. We're here. We're drinking. And we're talking about it. And I forget how these fucking things go. What did you think of it, Julia? I want to... I Okay, I want to say uh-huh. that you gave it four stars. No. Five. Why yeah. did I say four? Why did you Am say I four? Oh, that's Stella. Oh, that's Stella. Stella! <laughs> You're insane. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Well. Yeah. Yeah, five? Yeah. Oh, so five. I get to drink. Cheers. Oh, dear. You got it. Right on the nose, yeah. I, I get not only. Um, I wonder what tipped me off. Is it perhaps the fact that you enjoyed Death on the Nile so much? Is it perhaps the fact I said this book is life changing for me? Everyone in my life Did needs life to changing? read it. It was just, not life changing. It's not like braiding sweet grass, but this book was just so good. It was just such a good it's piece of a, literature. It's one of the good ones. Yeah. yeah. It was so I satisfying the end that I was like, yeah. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Okay. What cool. did you give it? Two and a half. No, I gave it three and a half. Wow. Yeah. Okay, I have to drink one whole drink. It was good. I strongly disagree with you as far as the ending. But we'll get to that. Yeah. What was on your top three? Uh, Hercule. Of course. Of course. Cheers. Cheers, Cheers. babe. I will drink to him. How can we not drink for Hercule? Oh, we have to. He's a king. He's an absolute king. Mrs. Hubbard. Cheers. Cheers. She's just so fucking funny. She's so so good. You have to play the clip you just played me. Oh, I will. Because Katie listened to the audiobook. Yeah. So this is the audiobook on the train. I was riding the little Via and I was like, any one of you people could murder me. (laughs) Like, it's not even a fucking sleeper car. I'm just like, I'm there with like commuter passengers. I'm like, any one of you people could murder me. I was on a 20 minute go train ride (gasps) reading this and I was like, any one of you. Anyone. anyone anyone it was nighttime i was like, murderers exist Darn. on trains yeah exactly yeah. exactly yeah <sighs> yeah and um <laughs> the princess oh yeah interesting she was just really funny to me she was funny she was funny yeah she was great i liked that they were always like princess i was like okay She's got a real name. Like, yeah, I got no, a princess. If you're a princess, you gotta milk that fucking shit. Okay? I mean, like, mood, but yeah, I don't know. She was just weird. She was a weirdy. Like, I know, weird I loved her. Girl. Like, I loved her, but she was weird she old was, girly. She was, she was a weird little girly. Little freak moment. I had to respect it. Uh huh. Yeah. 
So yeah, Hercule and Hubbard, fucking fantastic. So but funny. also the voices are on my top three. Like and just, I feel like it's equivalent to the writing. Okay. You know, a hundred percent. Because like the writing's good, but the voices fucking make it. And the version that I read, listened to, whatever, um, was read by. I want to. I always stumble on pronouncing his last name because I want to say it's like something weird, but it's like it's Kenneth Branagh. Is that him? Like, he plays Hercule in uh-huh. Death on the Nile and Murder on the Orient Express. I think so, anyway. Yeah, he does. It's both. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but he read this. What a king. What a king. <laughs> he did all the voices. I'm honestly certain that he did, anyways. And I just. That's Hubbard. As soon as maybe. If you gentlemen. Her wavering glance fluctuated between the three men. Poirot leaned forward. Tell it to me, madame, he said. But first, pray be seated. Mrs. Hubbard plumped heavily down onto the seat opposite him. What I gotta tell you is just this. I there was a murder on the train last night, and the murderer was right there in my compartment. She was incredible. She was incredible. She because was. she sounded like that. Yeah. Like for me, everything about her, I was just like, you are insane. And I need you to be the only person talking. Like you have the worst voice, but I want to hear more of it. Oh, she has the worst voice. Like they literally say very in the yeah. book. Like V-U-R-R. Mm-hmm. Very important. Oh yeah, she had the she had the worst fucking voice in the world, and it was it was I just but I needed all of it, and I was like every time she spoke, I was like yes, God bless. (laughs) She was like um from Death on the Nile, Otterborn. Yes. Oh my God. (laughs) The same energy. I'm so glad she didn't die. Yeah, me too. As soon as I saw her, I was like, "Hmm, she's gonna die because she's too much like Miss Otterborn, and Agatha might say you can't have nice things. Honestly, she probably was one of those girlies. She's a Reputation era. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, no, Hubbard was a vibe. I was like, you're my favorite fucking person on this train. The way she just would corner anyone and talk about her daughter. Literally anybody. I was like, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Just annoy the yeah. shit out of them, girly. Like, oh you go. God, sure. Like, okay. she is the model that saw her moms aspire to be mm. obsessed with their kid, but actually, like, like you would hate to be in a conversation with oh her, my God, but I watching would from, actually like... actually stab myself. Yeah, I would actually, like, rip they, my ear drums uh, off. But, like, watching someone be in, trapped in a conversation with her... She is the kind her. of person who, like, at a party, I would be like, oh my God, you have to tell us this story immediately, but standing right next to somebody I hate, and then I would walk away and leave them fucking stuck there, because that... I've seen you do that at yeah, a party, exactly. you know? It's my favorite. <laughs> it's my favorite. <laughs> It just brings me joy. <laughs> and I'm like trying to Marie Kondo my life. And that's one of the things that brings me joy is to leave people stuck in conversations with people who fucking suck. Oh. Or just like that I know that they don't want to be there either. And I'm like, I'm I, I just covered. go and laugh. I just go and laugh. <laughs> You're evil. I love you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I'm the worst. But it's fun. Woo. Cheers. Hey. What cheers. was on your worst? What is on my worst? Um, Helena. Helena. She's a little whatever. bit of a bitch girl. Elena? Yeah. It was like, she's got like several names. Oh, yeah. And I can't remember what her first one is. Well, it's... Is it Andrani? It is Andrani, isn't it? I thought it was like Lady Andrani. Yeah, Countess Andrani is yeah. Helena. Yeah. Oh, she's just boring. Mm-hmm. Like, I respect her. I respect her. I respect the game she played. Yeah. She's boring. Okay, but that that makes it worst. She's boring. Yeah, out of all of these people, I kind of was just like, except for like Hubbard, I was like, you're all kind of middling. Okay, you know, I respect that. Okay, like, yeah, there wasn't a whole lot of people that I really hated, but I was just like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, yeah. 
Um, and yeah, also Constantine got on my fucking nerves. Oh, fuck Once again, I'm tired. Let Hercule just monologue to the open air. Right? Like, I don't need him to have somebody to bounce ideas off of. No. I mean, maybe. Book was okay. Book? Whatever. Oh, really? Book made my worst. He was okay. He was better than Constantine for me. He was... Oh, I didn't like him. He was annoying, but I could, like, see why he was annoying. Like, he was allowed to be annoying because, like, oh, I managed this fucking train. Like, I was like, all right, you get to be upset that somebody was murdered on it. I know, but, like, the fact that, like, Hercule was, like, popping off doing his monologue and, like, Book was like, I'm going to think about porn right now. I thought that was Constantine. Oh, I thought that was Book. I think that we get to drink because I'm pretty sure that whoever we're thinking of is the same person, but we yes. don't know the name. And we hate them both for <laughs> yeah, that exactly. one moment for exactly. not listening to Hercule. <laughs> like, you need to stop thinking. Horny jail, honestly. Horny jail! Oh, you should have been murdered. Like, mm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, so the lack of horny jail we're drinking for. Yeah. That makes the worst. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, I didn't like the end. I hated that that was the fucking murder. We didn't do a summary. That's what we forgot to do. Do you want to do a summary real quick as I'm talking about the fact that I hated this book for the plot? Oh, yeah. (laughs) I knew there was something we missed. I was like, this doesn't... We launched into this. And it's funky. And I don't know what we did different. Oh, right. We didn't tell you about the book we read because we're both just like, this is a conversation between us. Yeah. We both know the book we read. You yeah. guys know. Read so the book like on Wikipedia. So yeah. don't do that because, I mean, if you're listening to this, there's spoilers. I don't know what to tell you. Mm-hmm. But, you know, vibing. Okay. So. Hmm. Murder on the Orient. Murder on the Orient Express is a work of detective fiction by English writer Agatha Christie. Who we stand. Featuring the Belgian detective Hercule Poirot. Hercule. Uh, that was gross. So, <laughs> basically, the elegant train of the 1930s, the Orient Express, is stopped by heavy snowfall, which actually happened to Agatha in real life. Did you know that? Oh, I love that for her. Uh-huh. And then she's like, hmm, wouldn't it be fun if okay, I wrote about vibes? this? But just added murder. Oh. Her with every situation in her life, TBH. Yeah. But also more vibes for me is I'm... I think maybe my train, one of my trains got canceled because of snow. And I was like, at least I wasn't on it. I could have gotten murdered. (laughs) Like, all right, I'll take a bus. That's fine. Because what if I got murdered (laughs) because of snow and trains? That's the the formula. Yeah, literally. If you have snow and trains, you just create a murder. It happens. It has to. There's no way out. Uh Uh-uh. But anyways, it's stopped by heavy Everywhere. snowfall. Yeah. So, and guess what? A murder is discovered. Oh, my wow! God. <laughs> and Poirot's trip home to London from the Middle East is interrupted to solve the case. Ain't that the way. Uh, yeah. So, basically, somebody gets murdered. And then they're like, yeah. hey, let's interview people for 15 fucking chapters. It's so fucking long. Yeah. Yeah. So, basically, there's this, like, rich American dude with, like, these ratty little eyes and yeah. he's like yo Hercule I'm on this train I think someone's gonna murder me uh, oh, yeah. I will hire you to uh, save my life uh, to stop the murderer and Hercule was like no and the American guy was like ah, you want some money eh? I can give you some money and Hercule's like no I am rich enough it is I, I'm not working right now I'm picky with my cases eh? and uh, then he doesn't take yeah. the case, and the very next day, the dude wakes up, and he is deceased. Uh, murdered. 
Uh-huh. And so there's a bunch of, like, knife wounds in the guy. And everyone's, there's, like... There's, like, 13 fucking knife wounds. Like, he's yeah. been stabbed a bunch of times. And I was like, what the fuck? And the doctor's like, hey... Because, of course, there's always a doctor, which I think is hilarious. It's so funny. Doctors have so much time off. So much time off. They just ride trains and boats around for yeah. fun. Yeah, exactly. Um... And he's like, yeah, so, like, you see, like, this is, like, a left-handed stab wound and it's weaker and this is, like, a really deep right-handed stab wound, so I don't... Like, they're freaked the fuck out. Yeah, they're like, oh, my God, there's two murderers. And they're like, blah, 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 Yeah. And, uh, yeah, they just spent, like, 18 fucking years, like, trying to solve the case. And... Yeah. Like, it is literally just interviews. For so many chapters. For so many chapters. And uh, then Hercule gathers everyone into the dining car because he is a slut for drama because of course he is when is he not i know right and he's like hey i have two theories about what happened here and either this happened or this happened bt dubs guys spoilers yeah i don't know what to tell you we were talking about a murder mystery novel yeah of course there is but yeah no he's like two theories which one's true and everyone goes the part where nobody gets fucking incriminated. Yeah. Ugh. You didn't like that? No. Poirot has this interesting, like, vigilant, van- like, stance on, like, vigilante justice. Like, he is the law. He is God. Which I'm, I'm like, vibes. Uh-huh. Cool. Whatever. Fuck the police, right? Like, cool. Yeah. Great. Love it for you. Really, though? Like, it's fucking, because, it yeah, here it is. You, you go back if you haven't read it. Uh, it's but all, all 13. 12? Whatever? 12. All 12 fucking people on this train conspired to murder this guy, and they each took a turn stabbing him? Yes. And we're just going to be chill about that? Yeah. Like, that's psycho fucking bullshit. But he was a really bad guy. I don't care if somebody was like, hey, you can stab this guy, like, once after, like, a bunch of other people have already stabbed him. I'm like, I'm good. He's been stabbed. (laughs) I don't actually need to. I don't. I don't personally need to stab a man to feel like I'm okay. <laughs> I just, I was like, how the fuck? And also, it's not Ocean's Eleven IRL. Like, there's no way that you can coordinate that many people. This is where it fell apart for me. There's no way you can coordinate that many people for a murder. Especially in the 1930s. Oh, the amount of fucking paper evidence that there would have been. I Letters. Know. Such a paper trail. Like, you can't just buy everybody's fucking tickets through... What's like a ticket here? I don't know. I don't buy. Yeah. I guess. Viarail.com. Yeah, you can't just go into like viarail.com and hit like 12 fucking adults. <laughs> like you have to like, everybody's got to buy them themselves because you got to like, like what? You just all find an excuse. Babes, suspension of disbelief. Never. I will not. Not for this. This is not. Who organized it? <laughs> and I know who, but who actually did the fucking scheduling? Okay, That's what I want to know. Okay, definitely the princess, because she had all the time in her fucking hands. I guess so. But where's her day planner? I need the fucking sticky it's notes. in Russian. How can you read Russian? I don't, I need it translated. <laughs> I need this to be a multimedia experience book. I need a fucking day planner at the back of it, showing how exactly she coordinated all of these people. I need the letter exchange. I, I can't. The correspondence. That's the word I'm looking for. Yeah. Letter exchange. I need the correspondence. <laughs> I need the fucking tickets. I need her little day planner. I need her little, like, detailed notes. I want to know their code names because you know they had a cipher. Oh, I, know. I need the code names. Yeah. Do you think Mrs. Hubbard was, like, Mother Goose? That'd be so funny. Yeah. I think she would have been. Oh, of course. There's nothing else. Yeah. Yeah. But <laughs> I was just like, there's 
there's no fucking way that you can organize. Like, maybe Miss Agatha was that organized because she did all that shit with, like, writing them as, like, letters. Yeah. Like, the scenes or whatever, and she could just rearrange them. Yeah, if you don't know Me? what that means, um, please watch our other episode, and by watch, I mean listen. Watch it with your ears. Yeah. <laughs> please ear watch our other episode. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so she would, like, do that shit, whatever, great. For me, in my brain, I'm like, there's no fucking way. If somebody asked me to coordinate 12 people to murder a guy, no. It's I not happening. I can't get, like, five people to go to the bar. No. It's got to be, like, a week ahead of time. Everybody's got to have their fucking work schedules in the group chat. Like, I'm like, I can't do this. How do you people have... How- <sighs> and that's over, like, Snapchat. I know. We have such instant technology. They would have it... They had to do this for years. I'm like, I don't like it. And it makes me... It's it was such, such a weird. long con. Someone had to get employed by this Mr. Literally. Ratchet. He would work for him for, like, a year. Yeah. How did he... It was just a lot, and I was like, also, that this is fucking psychotic that you guys all did this, and I don't, I'm not a fan. Oh, I'm such a fan. I think it's mm. insane, and I love it. It was insane in the wrong ways for me. Mm. But I can respect that. I can respect that. I can respect that. yours, too. Thank you. Yeah. Appreciate it. Because we agree. It's insane. Yeah. It was just, no, I'm like, yes, and you're like, no. No, yeah, because, like, what the fuck? It's so funny. Hey, let's all take turns stabbing him. No, thank you. I'm busy. Like, literally. Okay, but the funniest thing is how, like, Mrs. Hubbard, she's just like, okay, so basically, this is why they wanted to stab this guy. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> why did they want to stab him? <laughs> he was, like, this mobster, and he, like, um, kidnapped this golden child, five-year-old girl, and yeah. uh, ransomed her because, like, she was the daughter of some rich folks. And yeah. uh, then basically, like, the police got too close to his tail. So he, like, killed her and left her for dead. Yeah. And fled. And so, or he maybe he got caught, but he, he had Either good way, lawyers. The kid was dead. The kid yeah. was dead and he got off scot-free. Yeah. And everyone was like, we don't like that. And yeah. so literally every single person involved with this child was, like, murder. So, like, there's 12 of them, right? Yeah. Well, 13, there's a husband and wife. Yeah. And one of them stepped, like, the husband stepped in um, for the wife. By the way, want to know my worst real quick? Yeah, I do, actually. I was going to say, are you getting to your worst, or are you, is this talking points? Um, These are talking points, sorry. Um, Tell me your worst. Mr. Book, or we agreed, the yeah, Black the, Jail. Whichever one, yeah. Um, I hated the man diplomat. Yes. Hated him. Count? No, not Count. Yeah, Count. Was, was it Count? Count Bitch. I thought it was Dragon off or whatever. Because there was no, Countess. It's Princess Dragomirov, I thought. There's so many fucking people in this book. Count Adri. There was H and R. Adreni. Ah, uh, yeah. Andreni. Yeah, Andreni. Yeah. Count Andreni. Um, and yeah. I, it was so hard to follow the fucking plot when, like, yeah. During the interviews, there was just so much going on. It was just interview, interview, interview. I know. Like right? each interview was a chapter, and I was like, whoa. It was just such a satisfying ending to me. That's fair. I loved the ending. And especially because, like, I thought it was just really interesting. Okay. Right. Anyway, I'm getting so scattered. (laughs) Okay. So, throwback to why do we want to stab this guy 12 times? Yes. So, the jury let this man's off. So, Mm -hmm. they said, we will form our own jury. I I think, obviously, from the book. I'm so sorry to interrupt you again, but were those your three words? Yeah. The count? Lack of Corny Jail. Oh, and right. The end. Right. Oh, the end was also on your worst. Well, not the end. The end was great. The the middle, I guess. Oh, the middle. Yeah. yeah. Okay, fair. Fair. Please continue. Yeah. Okay. So um, we all want to stab the guy. Yeah. 
Yeah. 12 of them makes a jury. 12 stabs. Yeah. Um, basically, they're all related to the little girl in some heartfelt way. Yeah. 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 But I just thought it was, like, I really liked how Hercule was like, listen, this is the theory where everyone gets off scot-free. Yeah. And then he's like, but this is how you fucking did it, and I hate you all. And everyone's yeah. like, no. Ha-ha. Hercule. We would never. Don't be crazy, Hercule. <laughs> And I'm like, no, you guys are the fucking crazy ones who went in and stabbed some guy who'd already been stabbed fucking ten times. Like, Jesus, just, I, it's a lot so weird. It's so weird. Yeah. It's so weird to me. And I'm just like, why would you, anyways, it doesn't really matter. I guess I'm never going to actually be asked to stab anybody 12 times. Uh-huh. Or after they've been stabbed. That was the other thing. Some of them had some real fucking loose connections. I know, right? The cook? Yeah. I was like, there's, you're really, you're going to stab, you're going to, like, fully conspire to murder and stab some guy over that like i get being upset i get being angry but also yeah it was fucking weird it was it was just weird for me yeah they were all i was like this is these are some loose goddamn connections for like fully needing to and like you gotta hold on to that revenge for a long fucking time yeah therapy maybe no 1930s babes it was so existed. fun, though. It was, I mean, it was fun. I was just, like, a little turned off by it. I don't know. I think part of what it was was the fact that, like, Death on the Nile, I haven't read a lot of Agatha Christie, right? Like, I read, and then there were none, and I read Death on the Nile and this one. And and then there were none, and Death on the Nile were both a little bit more action-packed. True. For me. Which kind of held my attention a little bit more. Like, just mm-hmm. not... Not that it was, like, go, go, go the whole time, and I don't need that, but mm. it was just there was a little bit more going on than interviews. Yeah. No, I totally agree. That was just yeah. hard to follow and, like, keep motivated to do. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it was, yeah. Something about it just, like, I wasn't the most, I wasn't a huge fan. I just wasn't a huge fan. And then the fact that it, and then, the reason that it was all interviews is because not they couldn't kill any more people. Yeah, because they were all besties. Yeah. They were all conspiring to murder together, so it wasn't like there was even, like, a one murderer who was, like, on a rampage or anything. Mm-hmm. And I was a little bit disappointed by that, I think. Yeah. You know? Part of why the plot went sour for me, I was like, uh, Who's going to get murdered now? <laughs> You're looking at your watch like, hello! Like, literally, I'm like, we are, like, 18 chapters in, and there's been one guy that's dead. What's going on? You know? Yeah. I think it'd be a good movie. I think so, too. It felt a little bit Knives out E. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Which was good. It was good. But I just, as a book, to read interview, 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 mm-hmm. it was a lot. It was. Yeah. Totally agree. Yeah. I guess the payout for me was worth it, but for you it wasn't. Yeah, no, just like some of their some of their reasons for killing him were they felt kind of flimsy. Yeah. Like I don't know. I was just like, this is a long time to hold on to anger at like to like murder anger. Murder rage. Okay, yeah, but like what did you think about it like as the cook? Mm-hmm. You get paid to go traveling, see the world, stab a guy, sure. That's the price for all expenses paid trip. Personally, I'm kind of like, that's a big price to have to stab a man. 
okay, yeah, but you already hate him. But do I still hate him? Like, how many years later was this? Like, eight? Oh, no. I thought it was, like, a couple. Oh, I thought it was, like, several. I thought it was, like, closer to a decade. No. Okay. Oh, wait. No, it had to be because the little girl grew up. So it was probably at least five. Oh, but she was young. Okay, like five to eight. I don't know. Um, uh, many years. They don't, ha- they don't specify. They say many. They just say many, yeah. Okay. Which is why I thought it was more like... Well, that makes sense because one of them was fully the governess of the other and they didn't recognize. Yeah, see, that's why I was like, you okay. fully don't, like, I mean... I guess they would, actually. They were just lying. That's true. I love the lying. That's what I really <laughs> liked about this. Yeah, that was fun. It was so fun to just be gaslit for the whole book. <laughs> I was like, mm. This just in. Julia actually would love it if you gaslit her. She would find it entertaining. She'd spend her like, whole, not all her time <laughs> trying to figure out what's actually real. <laughs> like, what's not? No, I need an Hercule for that. No, yeah. But, like, yeah, like my friend. No, not my friend. <laughs> I'm just going to start gaslighting you. This is going to be fun for me. All no, right. but, like... I just think it's so entertaining in fiction. In fiction, yes. Absolutely. It gives unreliable narrator. Yeah. But Hercule is so reliable. It's not unreliable narrator. It's unreliable characters. Which is fun. Uh-huh. Yeah. Because it yeah. kind of it mirrors real life, you know? Like, can you believe you what people say? On daily? Like, is this... Is this not anymore. I'm out of that relationship. Oh, that's good. But, that's good. Um, Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> mm, yum. <laughs> um, yeah. It, it, like, people lie. And it's just so yeah. messy and human. And, like, people hold grudges and will do anything for an all-expense-paid trip to Istanbul. Uh, yes. Yeah. I want I want to say that's where it was. Yugoslavia? Oh fucking no. They were all over the place. The the east as well. (laughs) Yeah, well they gave a map of the cartridges or cartridges. Carriages, but not the world. I want the train. I want the train route. (laughs) I I need I need that, actually. Um I need to know where because they could Google it in the thirties. Yeah. They had a map. They had a map. Uh Uh-huh. Somebody had a map. But no one can Google, like, I want my, like, the readers. No, that's what I'm saying. Oh, you're saying the book probably was packaged with a map in the 30s, but no, it's not. I would hope. (sighs) Just makes it a little bit more accessible to those of them who couldn't afford a globe. That's true. Or who had to go down to the library to look at the maps on the wall. (laughs) (laughs) Excuse me, miss. Do you know where the Orient Express goes? Because I'm reading this dandy new novel by Agatha Christie there, and I'd really (laughs) like to know the route. Uh, that'd be me. It would be me. It would have been me had I been reading this when Google didn't exist. And honestly, it was still me because I said, I simply refuse to Google. <laughs> I, I don't know where they are and I will not check. Maps are different. It's not going to make a difference. Literally. Uh, yeah. Oh, well. Oh, well. I will simply be in the dark. <laughs> gaslighting yourself. Yeah. That's my personal favorite type of gaslighting is just lying to yourself. Um, but no, I, I like, I totally agree with you on like the line is fun in fiction part. Yeah. Like, but like, mm, I like lying when I know they're lying. I don't like being told about it after the fact. Like a little bit. Yeah. 
But everybody? Everybody? It's a murder mystery, babe. I know, but... And maybe, okay, maybe again, suspension of disbelief, whatever. You tell me that 12 fucking random ass people, and I know they're not like 100% random, but they're like, you know, before they were involved in this case, picked off the street, Mm -hmm. right? Just coincidentally all happened to be connected Mm -hmm. to this. You're telling me that they all can lie that well? Are you for reals? I don't like it. I don't like it. Not cute. Well, I did love in this novel the Italian stereotype. Oh my fucking god, they were so funny. They were so fucking funny. Well, Italians use knives. Okay, it's the Italian way. It's hot blooded, and the English woman couldn't have stabbed him. They don't use knives. I'm like, oh, this is a case of psychology. And Italians, they use knives. I love when like just a little bit of racism comes out to play. It's like, yeah, of course the white like British person couldn't be the fucking murderer. They don't use knives. So but the Italian, <laughs> like what? So, I loved it so much, and then and the end, he was so vindicated because they literally said, "Like, oh yeah, Antonio, Antonio, Antonio told us to use a knife." Eh? No, sorry, it was the British person. Yeah, and Antonio told us to use the knife. You see, I was you. a little hesitant at first to use it. It seemed so Latin and. <laughs> warm-blooded of me because I'm a cold-blooded Brit. However... But you're literally holding on to a decades fucking long grudge to murder guy. You're cold-blooded? But I'm a cold-blooded British man. And I personally did not like that the Italian suggested we stab them, but there seemed no better way. Like... What? Also, on the subject of the British guy... What's his face? Yes. You know who I'm talking about. Yeah. The British guy. Once again, I need like a fucking map with characters on it. Because these people... I need it like in the beginning of play. Like the yeah. characters, dramaticus yeah. or whatever. Cast of characters. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have his name. Olsen. That's how you pronounce it? All right. It's pronounced Olsen? No, it's said. Yeah, it's it's Olsen. But it, it's pronounced Olsen. It's spelled wonky. Um... Arbathot? Arbuthnot? Arbuthnot. Yeah. Yeah. Him. The British boy. Yeah. The fact that he was like fully like hanging out with once again I'm blanking on her name. Oh, the nanny girly governess. Yeah, the British the British lady. And then he like said some shit and Mm -hmm. she said some shit and then Hercule later was like, Why were you both saying that shit? And he was like, I simply cannot tell you. Uh You're already lying, bruv. Make up a new one. Yeah. Come on. Like, say you had an affair. Be spicy. Honestly, just fucking lie. Yeah, Who commit cares? to your lying. They did not commit to the bit. They did not. They did and not. And that's mis- so dramatic. Mrs. Hubbard, she committed. She committed. To uh, the bit. Her she being gave like, her I life and soul. Nice. Oh, so hysterical. So funny. Like, babes, throw it in the snow and be like, they must have gone that way. No. No. I found it. It's in my bag. Move my compartment. I love her. Yeah. I love her. Also, the fact that they, like, got her drunk and she was like, I normally don't drink. <laughs> but maybe a little bit because it's, like, medicine. So yeah. fucking okay, funny. <laughs> God, she was insane. I fucking loved her. Just wonderful. Um, What else did I want to bring up? I don't know. Oh, I was thinking about it, though. 
Oh, Damn it, how they like faked evidence once they realized the train wasn't moving. That oh, was so fucking funny. They were like, oop. Yeah. And oop. They were like knocking on Poirot's door. Yeah. They'd be dropping like handkerchiefs and like pipe yeah. cleaners of like, which apparently isn't an arts and craft tool. I know. I was uh, like, wait, was it like fuzzy and purple? <laughs> and they were like, yeah, who smokes a pipe? I'm like, oh, oh cleaning oh, a pipe. Just a paper towel, babes. Come on. What are you, fancy? Nowadays, it would probably be called, like, straw cleaners (laughs) for your metal straw. You know what? Absolutely. That's probably exactly what it looks like. Yeah. Nice. I love that. Yeah. Anyway. um, Environmental moment. (laughs) They're like, okay, we'll drop evidence of the least likely people to be involved in this crime. Because no one can Google anything. So we'll be safe. Yeah, exactly. Sorry, I have a Google phone and she thinks I'm talking to her. No. (gasps) No. She's going to murder you. Um, no, yeah. Like, just absolutely fucking insane. Also, the red kimono. So funny. Was I dumb? What? Did they ever figure out who actually had that? Yeah, they literally said only the princess could be rich enough to have that shit. She just had it, and they used it as a literal red herring. Yeah. And then what? how did they hide it? They put it in Poirot's suitcase. No, I know, but when? Before they searched for the cabins. That's lame. Well, he was interviewing for eight and a half yeah, fucking you're not years. Wrong. So they yeah, had tons actually. of time. <laughs> they were like, oh, he's simply going to interview us one by one. We have a whole fucking day to just like chill out. Nobody's yeah. watching us because all of the important people who actually care about this are in the room with him. Okay, chill. we're going to scheme. Yeah. Like, at least lock them in their fucking rooms, bruv. I mean, you technically can't, but like, you can. You, you, own, the, you own the train. Yeah. Mr. Bu- Book. You on the train. You have some fucking jurisdiction. Yeah. Like, Oh, my God. Weird. The friend. Oh, how the conductor was part of the murder plot because his oh like, daughter was the nanny and like. Yeah. Offed herself because of she got accused. Yeah. Which I was like, like, some of these are like weird ties. Yeah. Like, is it really ratchet? Like, it was, is it really his fault that your daughter was accused uh, and then yeah. killed herself? Was that really on him? I know, right? Or was it on the American media? But like, maybe, like, maybe we blame the police. Yeah. For driving this girl to suicide and not... In the media. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's just like... Okay. I feel like they didn't actually know who did the real crimes. Yeah. <laughs> Some of them, I was like, you're blaming this on one guy. And he was shitty for sure. But I don't know if he actually takes full responsibility for but this. But you know what? If you can't get revenge on... A- Sorry. How would the conductor talk? And if you cannot uh, get revenge on uh, the real culprit, uh, second best is good enough. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking incredible. Hello, welcome to this episode. Julia just does voices for yeah. 60 solid minutes. I honestly, I'd, I'd listen. <laughs> I'd listen. I'd listen. Well, you do, because you have to. Well, of course I do. That's why I'm here. I want to hear you do voices. Do more. Entertain me. You're like a dancing monkey. That's okay, love. I was just waiting to do my accents for you, uh, so future you, while I was working there. It got a little Aussie at the moment, but I've been listening yeah, to Big telling. Little Lies, uh, and that's set <laughs> in Australia. It it's set in Australia. Yeah, well, the author's Australian, mate, so... Oh, my God, so much makes sense now. Yeah. Fuck. 
Okay. But the show set in California. Yeah. That's where, okay. Okay. A lot more makes sense about the book and the way that it's written. Okay. Interesting. Yes. Anyway, I was thinking of talking like this for the British governess because I thought it was kind of like poshish, but also womanish. And uh, I'm kind of struggling with it a bit, but I think if I practice it, I would be real good at it. I think you can get there. Thank you so much. Uh, uh, I'm flitting in and out, but I think if I just dedicated a D&D character to this, I then I would it. get it done in a quick campaign. Yeah. Yeah. Quarrel was a little late in entering the luncheon car on the following day. He's he a had... king. He's a king. He's Who a do we king. want to hear the voice for? The Italian. The Italian. What was he? What chapter was he? I don't know. It's probably called the interview the freaking garlic eater. All of mine are like... <laughs> 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 I can say it. All of mine are like part two, chapter eight, part two, chapter 10. Like they don't have the fun names. Okay. Well, I'll look for the fun name, girly. Don't even worry about it. The evidence of the Italian, part two, chapter 10. Chapter 10. The evidence of the Italian. And now, said Poirot with a twinkle in his eye, we will delight the heart of Monsieur Bouc and see the Italian. (laughs) Antonio Foscarelli came into the dining car with a swift cat-like tread. His face beamed. It was a typical Italian face, sunny-looking and swarthy. He spoke French well and fluently, with only a slight accent. Your name is Antonio Foscarelli? Yes, monsieur. You are, I see, a naturalized it's American subject. Mm-hmm. The American grin. Yes, monsieur, it is a better for my business. It you is a better, better for, for my business. business huh? Oh, yeah, him with his typical Italian face. Sunny and swarthy. <laughs> Just, they were insane. I love the Italian stereotypes. I'm only going to read yeah. an Agatha Christie book if she's just blatantly... Italian-phobic? No, not phobic, but caricature of Italian. Italian so prejudice? Phobic. Please. Yeah. Give me more of it. And I want Italian slander at all times. Exactly. Yeah. Absolutely fucking hilarious. Mm-hmm. Also, just because I'm looking at the chapter names right now, what? The German lady's maid. Did she get a fucking name? No. I don't think so. But I can barely remember, like, anyone's name, so. I have no idea. Schmidt, maybe. That doesn't seem German. I have no idea. It should be, like, Mrs. Von Pretzelberger or something. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> schnitzel. Masterman Foscarelli McQueen. Oh, Schmidt. That technically was weird. His alibi was wild. He was a weirdo. He was a little freak. He was a weirdo. I wasn't a fan. He was literally a cop because when wasn't he a literal just a cop who wanted to stab a man? Yeah, for getting away. Like literally, it was probably all his idea. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, probably she was covering for him. She was probably covering for him. Yeah. Schmidt. Schmidt was the Armstrong's cook. Yes. Yeah. She. She would, like, yeah, but they just, like, refer to her as the German lady's maid the entire fucking time. And I'm like, she has a name. There's 12 people on this fucking car. Like, it's already hard enough for me to keep track of them. Could we maybe give them a name? No. So then How I'm sure that when How is the Swedish you... lady involved in this again? He calls on the suspects and reveals their true identities and that they were all connected to the Armstrong tragedy. I'm just weeding the Wikipedia. I'm weeding the Wikipedia. Weeding the Wikipedia. I'm weeding the Wikipedia. <laughs> Um, Countess Adreni is Helena, Daisy's aunt, who was a child herself at the time of the tragedy. Decades. Decades. 
fuck? <laughs> I mean, now it makes a little bit more sense as to how they fucking organize this shit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Rudolph, her loving husband, smudged her luggage label and obscured her name. Debenham was Helena and Daisy's governess. Foscarelli was the Armstrong chauffeur and a suspect. Masterman was... I, that's not how you supposed to pronounce it. It's not Masterman. It's like Masterman, but I don't care. Masterman was the valet, which I think is the dumbest way to pronounce that. But anyways, uh, Michelle was Suzanne's father and the person who procured the false second uniform. Hubbard is actually famous actress Linda Arden. So funny. Daisy's grandmother. <laughs> Obsessed with the fact that she's just like, I trust <laughs> Literally. Fucking insane. Theater students are. Mm-hmm. That's the only reason that she could commit. Yeah. Um, Schmidt was the cook and Olsen was the nurse. Okay. What, where, Olsen was the... Who's the Swedish lady? Olsen was the Swedish lady. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because it's O-H-L-S-S-O-N. Oh, okay. Olsen. <laughs> um, Princess Dragomirov, uh was the godmother. Because yeah. that's Helena. Um, Arbuthnot is there on her on Debenham's behalf. Yeah, fuck is Debenham again? I said that already. His wife. No, Debenham was the governess. Yep. Uh-huh. Hardman is an ex policeman who admits he was in love with Suzanne, and McQueen had feelings for Sonia. Who's Suzanne and who's Sonia? Suzanne was the girl who killed herself. Mm-hmm. Michelle's kid. Yeah. Uh, Sonia and Helena's mother. So I'm thinking she was like the the other girl. Cause like there was the No, Sonia Armstrong was Daisy's mom. Oh. Yeah. I was like, huh. I'm not yeah. a married woman. Cool. Yeah. McQueen, who had feelings for Sonia, was the son of a lawyer who represented the Armstrongs. Who had feelings for Sonia. A pregnant married woman. Yep. Okay. Normal. Very mm-hmm. normal. Very normal, very healthy. And the son of the lawyer who represented the Armstrongs. Like, you don't need that extra bit. <laughs> you can just say he had feelings for her. You could just say he's fucking crazy and wanted to stab someone. Like, that, honestly, I'd feel better about that yeah. than them all being like, well, I worked for this guy. Bruv. Do you think they cared about you? Do you think they paid you a living wage? Like, 15 years ago, you worked for this guy? Cool. And now what? Ah, damn. But it was fun. But it was fun. We spoiled the ending for you, but it was very... It was fun. It was like, whoa. I'd I'd watch the movie if I had the the ending spoiled for me. I'd watch the movie over reading the book. Yeah. Because, wow. Why would you read the book? Why? The, like, woo, of the ending. Yeah, because that's a fucking slog. You're basically reading, like, court documents. Yeah. Cool. So, oh, I'm stupid. There's a whole list of characters. It's oh after God. the plot. Oh, my God. Why is Wikipedia organized like this? Well, there's Dumb. a table of contents on the Wikipedia page. Who's so Masterman? Oh, that was the valet. Oh. Hardman was the one who was in love with Daisy's French nurse. Oh, the one who killed herself. Yeah. Michelle's kid. Yeah. Why are you laughing? 
I'm just because the names, the names are just really fantastic. Doctor Stavros Constantine, because he's Greek. That's so. Cool. So what else would his name be? Nothing. Antonio Foscarelli. Well, he's Italian. What else would it be? <laughs> like <laughs> every Italian I know. Like literally, it's Tony. <laughs> it's Tony from around the block. Eh? <laughs> it's Tony Foscarelli, the chauffeur. Like, he drives a mean Ferrari. Let me yeah, tell you. Yeah, I love ya. little Daisy. Wow. Okay. Just can weird. you like go off about something? Honestly, like the thing I have to go off about is the fact that like. Okay, we talked last time about how much we love the fact. That she lets you sit with the plot. This was too much fucking sitting with the plot. Oh my god. <laughs> it was god. drowning in the plot. It was drowning. It was so... Ugh. Give me... Okay, there's... Like, some of these fucking people have such weak goddamn reasons for wanting to kill this guy. You could cut them and you could get them murdered as well. Like, there could be just a much fun murder murder time, murder plot time. Or maybe have them have, like, a fun... Okay, like, you know what? If there's, like, five people who have conspired to murder, first of all, I believe that you can organize five people to murder somebody way more. Yeah. And it's less fucking, like, you know... Nah, stretch. Yeah. And then also, I could get, like, somebody having a fucking nervous breakdown because they're not actually in on the plot. Yeah. So they're, like, convinced that there's a murderer on board with them. Mm-hmm. For realsies. I want human nature to play out and I want it to become a Lord of the Flies fucking situation. (laughs) That's what I want. I don't need constant plot. I don't need constant murder. But oh my God, I did not need to read a fucking court document. It was so much. It was just so much. And I honestly, like, I I love it. She does do a cozy mystery. They They were sitting in the dining car interviewing people for 10 chapters at minimum. Mm, I didn't need it. I really didn't. I wanted there to be more going on. And, like, I get having... What is it called? Closed box or closed door mystery? Closed door, I think. One of them. Because I closed. think you're thinking of black box, which is software. Yeah. So it's, it's called a closed door. Oh, that's horrible. I know. I need to deprogram myself from that cult. Um, but <laughs> I need, like, those, like, brainwashing experts to, like, fix me. <laughs> like, not to brainwash me, to, like, unbrainwash me. Anyways, um, I'm a little tipsy and (laughs) I just, so I don't know what I was saying. Oh, like, okay. Closed box mystery. Yeah. Closed door mystery. Yeah. I love it Mm -hmm. because you're right. We can only have so many people. There needs to be some suspense. There needs to be some tension. There wasn't tension. There wasn't. In this. And that's why it was such a slog because I was like waiting and waiting and waiting for another murder to happen for something else to happen she found the knife that was like the only bit of action after the murder and it was like fun and funky and she was funny because hubbard i will take any chance (laughs) i can to interact to hear her little voice her nasally fucking terrible accent but ah like that's it that's it is i just get somebody finding a knife and having a fucking meltdown. I want real meltdown. I want real human drama. I want this to be a reality TV show. (laughs) I want interviews. I want, like, a producer to yell at someone backstage until she cries and turns the camera on. Exactly. Uh Exactly. I want them to be planting little notes to each other, right? And just, like, stirring up drama on the train. Because, like, it wasn't even, like... 
sure, maybe there doesn't need to be another murder. I want people accusing each other in the fucking dining car. I want people barring other people in their fucking carriages Uh because they think that that's the guy, right? Like, I want them, Uh you know what, if we're going to do the Italian slander, lock the fucking Italian guy in his room and be like, you must be the murderer. Have the whole, go mob mentality. Jesus fucking Christ, I just unplugged my laptop almost. Go mob mentality. Go mob mentality. Yeah. Please, like, give me a little bit more of, like, a meltdown. But you can't because they're all in on the fucking murder, so they're, like, trying to play it cool. (sighs) You know, like, I... There wasn't enough happening Mm -hmm. for me. And I can respect that she can do a slow murder mystery. Way too fucking slow. Way too fucking slow. It was cool that she was able to pull this all in it was an interesting concept i love Hercule. like that's the reason it got three and a half stars but like oh my god give me a little more give me a little more agatha there's knives in the dining car i'm sure like i want people holding each other at knife point <laughs> you know yeah i want somebody to turn on Hercule. Go full feral, especially when they find the kimono. Go full feral. His, like, right? Thing. Like, it's not long enough for, like, the shining cabin fever, but I want that vibe. I want that vibe. In they're only trapped the for snow. a day. I know. And I'm like, mm, come on. Come on. Give us, yeah, I want, I want the shining. I want some cabin fever. I want some fucking Lord of the Flies bullshit to happen because without it, it's just interviews. And I didn't want to read a book of just interviews. And then I did. And I was like, oh, okay. And then at the end, it was like, hey, by the way, they're all actually psychopaths who conspired for years and years and years to murder this guy all at once together. Like, just. I can understand, like, supporting and, like, being on the train for the murder. (laughs) Do you need to stab the guy? Like, no, okay. Just, like, going on the train to gaslight? No, to gaslight to be, like, an alibi, right? Uh To, like, confuse the whole thing. Sure, Uh maybe. Okay. I Mm. can get that being strong enough. Mm -hmm. Like, I can get these people's motives being strong enough to do that. Like, being an accessory but not stabbing them. Yeah. To actually stab him? Yeah. Because, like, okay, Hubbard, sure. It's her grandkid. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Mm, the sister it's her she's the only one who didn't take part in the murder i know right what oh husband do it for me like big simp energy yeah honestly get you a husband who would yeah hey would you murder somebody for me (laughs) do you love me enough to murder somebody that i'm supposed to murder (laughs) like the only two that i can actually say like no, three. There was there was a third one. There was a third one. Who was like the... No, two. It's fucking two. It's two that I can actually understand holding on to this grudge for that many years. And actually Not wanting to Not the godmother? This is what I'm saying is who was the godmother? Because there's the, the grandmother. Princess. Right. That's... That is... I was thinking of the third one. Yeah. Godmother, grandmother, sister. Okay. Okay. I can understand that. I can understand having enough anger after years and years and years to be like, oh, yeah, I want to stab this guy. A governess. Maybe. Yeah. 
you know, I think it would be more interesting if they had somehow coordinated people who had been victims. Because it wasn't his first let's kidnap a baby. Exactly. Like, it would have been so much more interesting, especially because they wouldn't trust each other as much. Yeah. So then they turn on each other. Or even just threats, like, don't fucking crumble. Yeah. Like, the fact that they were all connected to one made it so that it was so much of a weaker connection for some of these people yeah. to have to go in and, like, actually murder this guy. And, like, then I don't, it was just weird. And so, yeah, absolutely. If they had, like, found other people who had that same, like, connection to another kid that he had done this to, mm-hmm. 100%. Mm-hmm. 100%. That's going to be more fun. Yeah. Like, yeah. I want there to be – it felt it felt too well – pulled off Mm -hmm. like for all of this and for the people that were there and just I was like I I don't death on the Nile was more believable (laughs) (laughs) like yeah (laughs) absolutely (laughs) you know like it was just Edward Henry Masterman Ratchet's valet a remote and haughty man who is Colonel Armstrong's Batman bestie in the war in the war it's just war valid, war, I'm pretty sure. War friends. War bitch boy. Sorry, I just saw the word Batman and I got distracted. I was like, he's, he's what? <laughs> I'm Batman. I just, it's like, I, I, I get that the, the, the pull for these novels is Hercule doing the, psych, like the psychological mm-hmm. unraveling of everybody. Mm-hmm. I want physical psychological unraveling. <laughs> you want to see minds crumble. Yeah, I want to see people lose their shit. And I want to see them turn on each other and have a fucking breakdown. Because this was way too fucking slow for me. Like, that's all I have to say, really, is just that it was way too slow. Totally agree. I needed there, agree there needed to be more. The middle was all my worst. Yeah. But the ending made it all worth it for me. And it didn't for you. That's fine, though. Yeah, unfortunately. And unfortunately. I think I would like, if I had to write an essay on this. Yeah, what would she say? I'd write it on the ending. Um, it would be called, um, uh, like, um, I, I haven't, I didn't come up with the title, but it, it may be like, um, um, Poirot as, Poirot, the Batman of the 1930s, something like that, him. you know? Yeah. Because he's, because he said vigilante justice and he said vigilante genre. Yeah. Um, so I would pull on like I would talk about how like Hercule Poirot is like the original model of crime solving vigilante justice man like a Batman sort of thing and mm-hmm. I would support this with Murder on the Orient Express like detectives to the world and Death on the Niles like Jules case how he just mm-hmm. lets people go off scot-free yeah. he lets Jackie keep her gun he lets like all these 12 psychopaths off the train yeah. like like I kind of love him for that he really says like fuck cops like I feel yeah. like I understand what justice needs to be delivered uh-huh. um, I, I can respect it I think it's really interesting I just think it's a really interesting area to study because he is like he literally calls himself the detective of the world. So he has no jurisdiction. He has no laws. He yeah. has no rules to follow except his kind own. Kind of just a guy who hangs out and talks to people. Yeah. And then says, all right, you did a thing. And I know you did it. Like, yeah, he's nuts. And I would just love to explore that. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I like that. What would you do, Gracie, on? Um, I 
I want to call it something like the science of revenge. Mm-hmm. Like, just examining, like, motive and stuff. Because, like, the thing is, like, when this book came out, and I'm pretty sure still, for the most part, people weren't really saying, like, you know, why the fuck are all of these people wanting to murder? Like, how, like, I don't, I've not seen or heard this kind of criticism Mm -hmm. from a whole lot of places, at least. Mm -hmm. And so I just kind of want to, like, take a look at, like, why, like, what happens to people's brains Mm -hmm. when it comes to, like, revenge and wanting to get it and how, like, do we work like, how do we hold on to grudges? And, like, using this as almost, like, a case study to, like, jump into, like, a much more, like, factual rather than, like, opinion-based type essay. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's, like, it was my biggest grievance with this novel. And then also I'm, like, well, maybe this is, like, a thing. I don't know. I've never had anyone close to me murdered or anyone mm-hmm. I worked for murdered or kill themselves. So maybe it's a fucking thing. I have no idea. But to me it reads as very, like, fucking weird. And, uh... You know, maybe it's a thing. I have no idea, but mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Would you pull in like things like um, what's that Keanu Reeves one where his dog dies and so he kills everyone? John Wick. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because there's a lot of there's a lot of stories out there where it's like, hey, this guy, this happened, and now we're gonna go on a revenge spree, and I'm like. Let's take a look at whether or not that warranted it. <laughs> Does something change in your brain when you go through an, a traumatic incident? Absolutely. Does it change in your brain to the extent that you will wait several years, nearly a decade, if not more, to stab a man on a train in the middle of Europe? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but I don't know. So, yeah, I want to take a look at that and using this as, like, a launch point, launch pad. Interesting. That. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Fun. Yeah. I liked it. Hercules Batman. <laughs> Speaking of people with revenge. I'm Hercules. <laughs> yeah. Well, final thoughts? Um, I really want to see how they do this movie. Yeah, me too. I haven't watched it, but I am particularly excited to hear Kenneth Branagh as Hercule. Yeah. That's going to be fun. Wouldn't it be funny if everyone acted, but uh, Kenneth Branagh did all the voices? <laughs> oh my god, I'd die. That would be my favorite day. My favorite day. Even if he did one scene where a lot of people are talking. Yeah, exactly. Little, like, special feature. Uh, director's cut. It, he's just done the voiceover. Yeah. The Kenneth cut. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, uh, yeah. this has been another episode of Getting Literate. Next yes, one will be on Bunny. By Mona Awad. Yeah. It's $8 a chapter. You have no excuse. It's fucking insane. Yeah. Um, yeah, this has indeed been an episode of Getting Literate. I'm Katie. I'm Julia. Thanks for listening. Cheers. Cheers. Good night. Sleep tight. Maybe take a sleepy nap. Ooh. Fun and sexy. I love it. I love it. This has been an episode of Getting Literate with Julia Honeville and Katie McCullough. Be sure to follow us on social media at Getting Literate on all platforms and follow the podcast from wherever you're listening for more opportunities to get lit and get literate.